This conference will now be recorded. We, I want us to lift up our voice and begin to bless the name of God. Lift Amen. up your voice and begin to glorify the name. Lift up your voice and begin to praise the name of God for who he is. Lift up your voice and begin to worship so him. Tonight we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. Jesus, receive the glory. Jesus, we bless your holy name tonight. We bless you for who you are in our lives, oh God. We bless you for what you have done for us. La Bruce, Kandaya, Jesus, we bless your holy name. It's not by our mind, it's not by our power, oh God. Jesus, who you are yesterday, today, and that we give you all the praise, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor and adoration tonight. You receive your praise, you receive your Receive your honor because you are a yes, Sanam and God. You are that I am that I am, O God, because you are the ancient of days, O God. He said, As only are you, Lord, the men that serve you never change. Tonight, when you receive your glory, O God, tonight, when you receive your praise, you receive your appreciation because you are the only one that deserves it. We can't go and kneel down before any idol, we can't go and kneel down before any people to worship. It is only you that deserve our. People of God, I want us to pray one way or the other. We went out today. If In the name of Jesus, receive. I want us to pray and begin to ask God to forgive us and to plead the living blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us from all our righteousness tonight and from all our wrongdoing. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to plead the blood, the living blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us, to purify us tonight as we come before his presence in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray now in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord, you are come, O oh God, pleading for your mercy. Your mercy tonight, O oh God, have mercy upon our poor soul. Oh Lord, forgive us, oh God, for all our sins, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God. Cleanse us, oh Lord. Oh God, with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, with the living blood of Jesus Christ, cleanse us from all our righteousness, all our wrong, all our wrong. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh Lord, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and plead the mercy of God tonight. Plead the mercy of God tonight. Lift up your voice and plead the mercy of God tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask for mercy. Mercy, O oh God, mercy upon our forces, mercy upon our lives, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. But we know, we acknowledge that you have seen and done what is evil in your sight, and you will be right in whatever you say. Jesus, have mercy upon us tonight, and mighty name of God. Lift up your voice and thank God. Lift up your voice and thank God for granting us another access to come before His presence. And lift up your voice, thank God for giving you 
the grace, the opportunity to come before his presence tonight and lift up your voice and thank God for granting us the opportunity to come before him. Thank God for his undeniable love tonight. Thank God for his undeniable love, his undeniable mercy, for his undeniable protection upon us. Lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord for how far he has brought us in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up, lift up, begin to pray and thank God. Lift up and thank God for his undeniable Tonight I want us to pray all our prayers into the hands of God and ask God to have mercy tonight and hear our voice tonight in the name of jesus christ lift up your voice and begin to put your supplication before god tonight jesus tonight we come before you in the mighty name of jesus we come before you with our supplication in the mighty name of jesus and lord we pray that every prayer we're going to talk about today jesus that we hit your heavens and may your will be done upon our lives in the mighty name of jesus may your will be done upon our lives oh god every prayer topic anything you're going to discuss today oh god may you have a listen here on our plea tonight may you open the heavens and listen to us hear us oh god tonight may every prayer we're going to pray about today people of god people of god tonight tonight we are going to deal with uh, 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 relationships we are going to deal uh, our, our focus is going to be on relationships tonight um, people of god uh, uh, when you one may ask uh, was the meaning of relationship uh, uh, relationship means uh, a connection uh, association or involvement uh, uh, connection between persons by blood or marriage an emotional or other connection between people in regard of relationship you have categories of relationship people of god it it could be relationship between people it could be relationship in marriages between marriages or in marriages it could be romantic relationship it could be relationship within our offices our various offices or our homes people of god tonight we are going to pray i know there's a lot of 
challenges that is going through many relationships. Some in our marriages, some in our offices, some in our uh, uh, romantic relationship. They are contention, they are challenges, they are fights, they are, they are so many things that is happening. And tonight, you and I are going to lift up our voice and deal with certain things. That the Lord our God will intervene tonight and restore our Lord will intervene tonight in a grand star and deliver us from everything that is contending with our relationship. Everything that is causing us, causing our love life, our relationship. Ah, tonight, you're going to pray. When you read the book of Daniel, the verse 2, the chapter 2, verse 19. The Bible said, Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. So tonight we're going to pray for God to reveal every mystery or secret that is connected to, a, to our relationship. We are praying that God should reveal every mystery or secret that is connected to a relationship the Lord God should expose it to us. Let God expose to us every secret, every hidden secret that we must know that is connected to our relationship, may God reveal to us, may God expose it to us tonight. This is our first prayer point. I want us to lift up our voice that God should reveal every mystery or secret that is connected to our relationship. Let it be exposed now in the name of Jesus. So I want you to lift up your voice. And God call in the upon name of the God of heaven any kind of relationship we come before you tonight and we are pregnant you keep on understand the mysteries of God to understand the secrets behind relationships of God open our eyes open 
Yes, in the name of Jesus. To no more sickness, to no more relations. No more mysteries of our destiny. In the name of Jesus, let us know the mysteries. The relationships, the relationship we find ourselves in the intimate relationship, in its marriage, or anywhere we find ourselves in relationships. In the mighty name of Jesus to like you open our minds, God. you open our eyes to see Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Now, God bless you for praying. Now that God has given us access, has has given us the mystery, the mystery. We are going to pray. The second prayer point. We are going to pray for deliverance. The Bible says in Psalm thirty-two, verse seven. The Bible says, "You are my hiding place." You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Selah. People of God, you are going to pray for deliverance. Our second prayer point, our third prayer point, going. Whatever one is going through in their relation, in their relational life, whatever one is going through. In their marital life, anything that pertains to our relationship, may the right hand of God intervene and deliver us now in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Whatever one is going through in his or relationship, in his or relationship life, Anything that pertains to the Thank <laughs> you. 
restoration overshadow our love life overshadow our broken relationship overshadow our broken marriages any marriages that's at the, that is at the edge at the edge of scattering tonight tonight we call forth the restoration of God lift up your voice and begin to pray now pray and ask God to restore each of every one of us to restore our love life to restore our marriages to restore our relationship in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let it up and begin to pray now In the name of Jesus, as we pray. You are the God that knows that you are the Let your will be established. Amen. God bless you for praying. People of God, our last prayer point, we are going to pray for sustenance. Sustenance. The Bible says, in Isaiah 46, verse 4, the Bible says, even to, to your old age, I am here, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. Even I will carry 
and will deliver you. You are going to pray. You are going to ask God that tonight God should sustain anything that pertains to our love life. Anything that pertains to any relationship. Anything that pertains to our love life in the name of Jesus Christ. We are praying that may the Lord God sustain anything that pertains to our love life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, tonight to pray, oh God, we covet our love life, anything that is concerned of life, anything that is pertaining our love life, in the mighty name of Jesus, and Lord, we seek that thing before you, before you, in the name of Jesus, may your countenance be upon it, in the name of Jesus, anything that is close to us, in our relationship, we bring them before you, in the name of Jesus, may your sustenance be upon it, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we bring them before you in the mighty name of Jesus. We come before you with anything that is within our relationship. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you tonight. We bless you, O God, for an answer and prayer. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Good evening. Amen. 
Good evening. We thank God for this evening. Thank you also for Moses for the powerful time of prayer. We'll continue by reading a scripture from we'll continue by reading our scripture from first Corinthians 15, verse 10. It says, By the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, uh, sorry, I suffered them. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is within me. When I was reading the scripture, I realized that um, it's very easy for us to attribute um, our, our abilities to the grace of God when we have very little hand in what um, the success was. But often when we, 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 we put in so much work and we know that we committed to it. Sometimes we are quick to take the glory for ourselves because we trust in our abilities to complete the task. But Paul, who wrote more than half of the books in the, in the New Testament, attests and, and admits that I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I. He admits that is the grace of God that is with it is with it is with him. And this evening we want to admit that whatever we have, whatever we owe, we owe it all to God, and we acknowledge the grace of God in our lives. Amen. 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 Your grace and mercy brought me through i'm living this moment because of you i want to thank you and praise you too your grace and mercy brought me through. Your grace and mercy brought me through. We are living this moment because of you we want to thank you and praise you too your grace and mercy brought us through your grace and mercy brought us through oh lord your grace and mercy your grace and mercy brought us through oh your grace and mercy brought us through I don't be what she says emuna misaka I don't be what she says emuna misaka I don't 
my conversations with him is what I would want to share with you and thereafter we pray. He asked me two questions, the first question that he asked me, he asked that I love him. I was taking that back because he was teaching me something about intercession. Then he began to reveal, he changed the topic. I was silent, I couldn't give him an answer. Then he continued that, do I know that most people don't love him? Then I asked why. And the next thing he told me that most of believers today, the reason why we are not experiencing his power is because most of us are serving him sick of what we can get from him. That he continued. Do I know why he mentioned something that I would I wouldn't mention? Betrayed me. I told him no. He said, most of us have also betrayed him. And the reason why we have betrayed God our mentality of following him, most of us, is not because of what we can get from him. So, I 
as long as we are believing him for delays that leads to the betrayals. If you are believing God, you are following God because of a certain dimension of his power that you expect to get. And as time goes on, you are not receiving that dimension of his power. You will betray him. If you are following God, outside you wanting to have just a fellowship with him, it doesn't matter how you follow him, a time is coming. You are going to betray that said God. The reason why we are not experiencing the power of God is that mindset of rewards. At times I get a bit uncomfortable when people try to address me as a spiritual father. Do you know why? A lot of people see themselves as sons and daughters of certain men of God. But in reality, such men of God, or they don't even fit the criteria of a son or a father. Whenever you are following a father, Whenever you are following your leader, think of a certain material thing. It doesn't matter how many days you work with a man, as long as the reward is substance, the moment that substance ceases, that person is going to betray you. If we compare this to our, 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 our normal lives, there were certain people once upon a time we used to feed, we used to clothe. You even helped them got some career-related opportunities. But when those help stopped, how are such people relating to you now? One of the things I have learned as a student of spirituality my spiritual father is not my mentor. My spiritual father is not my teacher. My spiritual father is not my instructor. 
But if my spiritual father is a mentor, then it means that there is a certain criteria, a certain substance I am expecting from him. I define a father or a spiritual figure as a standard, a foundation. A spiritual covering is everything that pertains to life. I repeat, if you're following God, if you join this network because of a particular need, if you go to church because of a certain particular need, the very day that need is not met, the person is going to betray you. So you invite somebody to church. Oh, come, ask for your problem. They come, come and pray. Come and pray. The person will come and pray. One, two, three, four. So the problem still persists. The person did not come because the person wants fellowship with you. The person did not come because the person doesn't want to know your God. The person came because of a substance. So those of you that calls or that have fathers, I'm just going to give you two things for you to know if indeed you are a son and perceived to be a son. I've told you one, if you're following a father because of, you're following a church because of whatever you can get from, you'll betray the person. Two, I define my spiritual covering as a bridge. The very day I will learn how to swim, I will never use a bridge again. But as long as I am learning the act of swimming, I will rather use the standard, the foundation of the bridge to get to the other side of life. If you are here, you call somebody your spiritual father, and yeah, there's exactly. nothing in you that loves the person. I am sorry, you don't qualify to the person's son or daughter. If you call somebody your spiritual covering. And there's nothing in you that has to be with that person. I am sorry to tell you that you don't qualify or you've not reached that stage of seeing that person as your father because a time will come you are going to betray the person. If there's no gift in you, that is crying out to God 
on behalf of that father of yours. When was the last time we prayed for pastors? When was the last time we cried out to God on behalf of our spiritual fathers? If you serve a man of God, you serve a church or you play a role in a church, and you are playing those roles because of a certain expected return, then know that you have missed the mark. A time will come. You can write it anyway. You are going to be fed up and betray that person. If your giftings does not love your father, then you are not qualified to be a son. We all claim that we are children of God and God is our father. If there's nothing in us that longs for God, if there's nothing in us that craves to be in the presence of this God, then it means that there is something wrong with our sonship. And one thing I've realized is that most people are not interested in this God. They are just, their focus is basically on what they can get from this God. So you see a group of people actively involved in church. They are actively involved in church because of certain prominent roles that they play in church and some of these corresponding benefits they get from church. So the very first day, they will be denied that opportunity. They will do everything humanly possible to get such rules again. So they are, they are with God. They are with the Father, not because they want to be with the Father. They are with the Father all because of one thing. Where they can get from. And God was asking me, ask your people, are they serving me because of who I am? Are they following me because of their needs and their burdens? Tonight, that's what I came to ask you. And one thing I've realized that this current generation, we have turned ourselves into the prodigal generation. We are no more interested in the giver of the gifts, but how to spend the gifts. When we understand that the prodigal son took the inheritance, he went and spent. His focus was not on the father, but his focus on the inheritance of the father. Power, authority, all these things can be inheritance. 
one of the things that Lord God told me that you and I, our focus is always on the results. And the percentage of people that he gave within TPN, it was less than 2%. Whose hearts are on him? The remaining 98%, we are with him just because of a certain need. When was the last time you shared the word of God with somebody? Let me put it this way. When was the last time you invited somebody to TPN? When was the last time? So just imagine if there was a certain reward system that you invite somebody to TPN today, then the moment you invite the person, uh, whatever reward you are believing from, boom, it happened that same night after the session. How many people are you going to invite? So most of us, we take certain positions in church. In an anticipation of a certain reward, a certain reward. But if such rewards, those physical rewards are not forthcoming, it leads us to one thing. Oh, me, I said I, I will be singing. There is no physical reward in singing. You have betrayed the God that gave you that opportunity. Everything one does for God in our dispensation, man is always expecting something retained. That is why God doesn't see us as his. God sees most of us as his business partners. And basically that is how we also see God. Right after there we go. So how come people are still in church? I'm about to get to this scripture, Second Chronicles 16, verse 9. How come people are still in church? But their hearts are not in church. We are all Christians. We are all children of God. We are all born against believers. But tonight I came to ask you, is your heart for God, in God, with God, or you are just following this God just because of whatever you can get from him? I just came to ask you a question. This was some of the questions God was asking me, and I was so scared. 
is your heart twin brother or your heart is focused on the rewards from this God That is why times when even I invite somebody to come and pray, the person doesn't see the reason why I have to come and pray. Why? Because the person was expecting a certain reward, a reward system. When I pray now, there should be a miracle. Boom, boom, boom. Then something happens. He told me our hearts are not with him. And less than 2% of us that our hearts are with him. Get me that scripture. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 19. So when we read that scripture, the Bible says understand that the eyes of God looks to and fro from all the parts of the earth, looking for a man who will stand in the gap. So God is looking for a man who is going to stand in the gap. Were there not people in the church? Were, not, were there not people with only hands gathered? Why was the eyes of God looking everywhere for somebody to use? Why is God still searching for people to release a certain dimension of God's glory for the network? But there are people within the network. So when I read that scripture, I even got scared. There were men out there in the presence of God. What will cause God to overlook all these men? When we refer to chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible makes us understand Samuel was serving in, a, in the house of the Lord. When we read the verse 7, Samuel, who was a church boy, was serving in the house of the Lord. He didn't even know the God that he was serving. And that is the story of most of us. We are serving God, but our hearts are not with Him. So when we read Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, in the presence of Isaiah, the Lord God, I'll very quickly get you in that scripture, the Lord God was screaming. In the presence of Isaiah, it's just like we have all gathered. And the Lord God is still asking, who should he send? Just imagine a family gathering, everybody is there. If your father wants to send somebody, what was the big um Alberta, go and buy this thing for me? In the presence of Isaiah, 
God was still asking, who shall he send? In two chronicles, there were a lot of people around him, but he was still looking for somebody out there. The Lord God is still searching for people out there whose hearts are on him, who is not following him because of a certain reward system. Also, I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I. So Isaiah chapter 1, Isaiah was prophesying. Isaiah chapter 2, he was prophesying. Isaiah chapter 3, he was prophesying. Isaiah chapter 4, he was prophesying. Isaiah chapter 5, he was prophesying. And in the 6th verse 8, God was asking, who should I send? So the question I, I, I asked myself when the Lord God gave me that scripture. So the verse 1 to verse 5, on whose authority was Isaiah being all those things? This makes the things of God a bit scary. But after God had asked, then Isaiah responded, then I said, here am I, send me. It was a certain process of alignment. Isaiah was in the presence of God. But the heart of Isaiah had not connected to the heart of God. So the moment Isaiah said, Lord, send me, there was that alignment. So see what happened after Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. It is not how close you are to God, but how close your heart is to God. And when the Lord God told me this, I, 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 I got even scared more. It is not how close you are to God, but how your heart is close to God. Our work with God is the work of the heart. It has nothing to do with our deeds with God. You can be fasting. You can be praying. But your heart is not close to God. You can be prophesying. You can be praying for the sick. But deep, deep within you, you feel that there is a gap between you and God. So I mean, as we sent Isaiah chapter 1 verse 5, he sent himself. Was his prophecies from God? Yes. But God had not sent him. How did I know that God has not sent Isaiah? So most of us, we are in the church. We are with God. We are doing so many things. And we think that the things that we are doing, we are doing for God. But the truth is, God, God's hand is so in it. 
because our hearts are not aligned with it. When you read Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 21, God, God told Jeremiah that there are certain prophets out there, he, the Lord God, has not sent them. But they are running with a certain message. A message that has not been approved by him, the Lord God. People of God, tonight I just came to ask you, is your heart with God? Or rather, your heart is with the rewards. Tonight, I want us to be very, very open to God. And we are going to plead with him to help us. So is it possible to do so many things for God that the Lord God has not approved? When you read Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 to 6, the Lord God gave Daniel a message and he told them, he told Daniel that close the books. Don't reveal this message to a certain appointed time. So on the day of Pentecost, Peter just rose up and declared that all these things that were happening was prophesied by the prophets of the fathers of old. I came to ask you tonight, I didn't come to lead you in prayer of whatever. I just came to ask you, are you with us because of what you can get from God? Or you are with us because of the love you have for God? If you are with us because of whatever you can get from God, I, I, I put it to you, a time will come, you will betray the network. A time will come you would not want to have anything with the network because you joined us with the wrong mentality. Indeed, God, he blesses. But he blesses according to his schedule, not the schedule of man. I want you to just cast your mind back. Certain people you invited into the network. And ask yourself, where are they now? Ask yourself the things that you were believing God for. And the things they were believing God for. Some of them, God had even done some for them. So from the day that I understood this mystery, a lot of people were following Jesus Christ but their hearts were not with Jesus Christ. In this dispensation, if you are going to church because of a certain position, you are going to church because of something you can get from God. I want to be truthful to you. The more that thing delays, you are going to lose it. 
you are going to lose it. One time I was praying to God about the network and about the members and the numbers. And the Lord told me that, oh, all these people, they joined them because they wanted to join They wanted their things. So the moment the, the mission is accomplished, that is it. They are not interested in your God. If you are believing God for the fruit of the womb, and that is why you go closer to God. If you are believing God for power, that is why you are fasting for three days. The more this power will delay, I tell you, you will deny your God. If you are under the sound of my voice and you join this network because you want God to, to open a certain career-related opportunity for you at your own time, I tell you, my dear brother, my dear sister, a time will come you will not even would want to join us in prayer. These are the realities. He said our hearts are not with him. Only two percent. Only two percent. Only two percent. This way, it has nothing to do with those who go to heaven and those who not go to heaven. Two. We are with him. We are working with him. But we have our mindset of working with him. We are involved in something, but the heart, the heart is not in the thing. It's all about whatever we could get from that thing. We are just like the prodigal son. Our focus is on the reverse. Our focus is on the recognition. Our focus is on the breakthroughs not the giver of those breakthroughs. The Lord God wants you and I to come into the realm of alignment, just as Isaiah did. Isaiah was in the presence of God, but God was still screaming, crying, asking who he can send. He could have just mentioned Isaiah's name, Isaiah, go and do this thing for us, for me. And most of us, God is crying out just as he cried out to Isaiah. Isaiah operated in a certain dimension of God's glory, but God has not sent him. Isaiah's heart had not aligned. There was a certain process of alignment. So the moment he said, Father, send me, that was it. You see why even your church you cry out, the road that you yourself, you went to write to them, you're not playing that role well because you're expecting a certain reward. You're expecting a certain recognition. You're expecting that when the pastor came and took the mic, the pastor would, would specially mention your name and the, the whole church would, 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 would know that you are doing something. And because those things are not coming, you got offended and now you don't want to have anything to do with that church. So I am very, very careful with people that can so Papa, can you be my spiritual father? No, never. In this my world, I think I have only two, only two people that I know I, I could call my my sons or daughters. Two. Not what people call me. Two. 
based on my criteria. And they too, they know themselves, their spirit bears witness. If God is your father, if Jesus is your Lord, there is something in you that will crave to be with him. And that's our connection. That is a hard connection. That is a hard connection. Tonight, our first prayer point. Tonight's prayer point, it will not be the type of prayer. I want you to evaluate yourself. I want you to ask yourself whether you are with us. Somebody say 50-50. It's <laughs> because of God. You enrolled as an intercessor within the network. Just imagine after every intercessory meeting, then boom, you wake up the next day and there's money all over your bed. Just imagine you join a choir. You go for one choir meeting, boom. And that breakthrough you are believing God for automatically appears. Hey, what makes it go happen? Just imagine you, you went for an evangelism. Then the moment you go back to your house now, ah, that's contract you are believing God for, a sign. What do you think will happen? Hello? What do you think will happen? Everybody would want to do something. So the proof that you are with God, and you are with God not because of your heart, not because of whatever you can get from him, but because you love him. Jesus Christ experienced the same problem. He had a lot of people around him. Then later, when their expectations were not met, oh, his head is like, wait, he has done this, he has done that. Jesus, he has the ability to discern. Right now, I was asking Peter, go, Peter, what are the people saying about me? What are the people saying about me? So those are the sound of my voice. You are believing God for a certain manifestation. And you are still in line. I appreciate all those people. And I tell you, God salutes these people. Out of the network, 100%, only two. Only 2%. Whose hearts are with God? Some oh, I didn't know about two more coins. Only two percent. I don't know whether you are part of the two, or you are not part of the two. He said in Jeremiah chapter twenty-nine, verse three, thirteen. I think so. That you shall seek me and find me. When you search for me with your heart, I 
our work with God is a heart connection. It has nothing to do with our mind. Our relationship with God is a relationship of lovers. See, at times, you some places you go, the man will beat the wife. Ah! You will beat the wife, and the next day you see them, they are working together. The wife had even forgotten the meetings. She's not there. She's there, not because of whatever they can get from the person, not because of the pain, not because of the discomfort, but because of what they had. Tonight, I came to ask you, and I want you to ask yourself, are you in alignment? Is your heart in alignment with God? Alberta, I know all over the place, all because you want people to know that also Alberta is also doing something for God. Or your heart is with God. Carol, are you serving God because of the one, two, three, four things you are believing God for? Or indeed, your heart is with God. That is why some of us, when that breakthrough delays, when that expectations disappoints, we close our door and we are not interested in anything that pertains to God. Recently, God gave me a warning that if anybody comes to you and asks you to plead on the person's behalf, the first thing that you have to check is where their hearts are with God. Recently, they brought me a case about a lady who was having some maritime. And I realized that her heart wasn't with God. She just want, she, she, it was just a challenge she wants to solve. That is it. Her heart is not with God. When the Lord God revealed it to me, I asked the people, hey, where does the, where, which church does this lady attend? She doesn't even attend a church. A church. Then I realized, oh, God told me it's the truth. People of God, in this dispensation that we are in, the road will be very difficult. It will be full of disappointments. It will be full of shakings. A time will come, men will say, ah, this God has disappointed us. If your heart is with him, You'll not be bothered by what people will say. If your heart is with him, you'll be prepared to face the consequences because of the gospel. The three Hebrew boys, their hearts were with him. So they were not interested in death. It's your heart with God. 2020, I told you there's going to be God persecutions. It's your heart with him. I want you to close your eyes. David, the strategist in warfare, when we read Psalm 139, verse 23, David was always crying out to God. He was crying out to God for God to set him. 
and know his heart. Because David knew that the only way he could get to this God is through that portal of the heart. In spite of all the weaknesses of David, David was always coming to God. My dear lady, are you with us because you have issues in your relationship? So what happens after the reward? I want you to ask God to search that heart of yours. Most of us don't even know whether it is because of the rewards or whether genuinely it's because of God. Our fourth first prayer point. I want you to cry out to God. And plead with God to search your heart. Spirit of the living God, by your mercies, search my heart. Spirit of the living God, by your mercies, search my heart. And reveal, O oh God, unto me where I fall short in my walk with you. And that was one of the prayers of David. And I want it to be one of our prayers tonight. Because I don't want to hear anybody pray. I don't want to hear anybody pray. It's a time with you, with, the, with God. If you want your partner, just forget about your partner and just concentrate on yourself. Cry out to God and ask God to search your heart and reveal unto you why you fall short. It is your work with God. David cry out that search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to talk to God. I want you to talk to God. When we read first Samuel chapter 16, verse 7b, the Bible makes us understand God's focus is on the heart. God is not interested in your the things in your mind. It is the heart. God's focus on every believer is the heart. I want you to talk to God. That He's the God that reveals. If you search your heart and reveal on most of us, we don't know that we fall short in our work with God. We don't know. I better stop putting the prayer point and pray for him, pray yourself. Everybody is fighting for his own. Ask God to search your heart and reveal unto you tonight, not tomorrow, the areas in your life that you fall short. Maybe you will focus too much on the rewards. 
Maybe you are focusing too much on the fame that is connected to the rewards. As for you, you're a businessman. God is your business partner. You are not interested in everything that pertains to God. It's only about the prophets. I want you to talk to God. The Father by your mercies, search my heart and reveal unto me where I fall short in my work with you. If someone could serve, if someone could work before God and he still didn't know God, then our work is a strange, strange work. If Isaiah could prophesy from Isaiah 1 to verse 5, and it was only in the verse 6 that the Lord God gave him a mandate and he accepted the mandate, then we have a long way to go. I want you to talk to God. Some of you, certain thoughts might have come to mind. Our next prayer point. At least one now you know where you stand. I want you to ask God by his sovereign mercies to forgive you. Some of us, it was a conscious act. We know that our heart is there, it is not with God. I quite remember sometime one lady took apostle right now that I am holy because this year I want to marry. So her holiness is based on what she wants, the reward. But if it was not the reward, ask for oh God, your holiness is not interested. So I want you to go to God. Ask God for mercy. Ask God to forgive you of your conscious and unconscious deeds that displeases him. Maybe you joined a group in your church. Maybe you joined a group within the network. And you're expecting certain physical rewards. And because those rewards were not coming, it affected your role within that group. I want you to plead with God. The Lord God, as a result of the issues of life, I didn't even know that I was drifting somewhere. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you read Psalm 51, verse 10, it was one of the prayers of David. Because one of the prayers of David that the Lord God should create in him a clean heart and renew a setting right spirit within him. Now you have asked God to reveal the state, you have pleaded, but that heart of yours is has been contaminated. So I want you to talk to God. The 
Father, in the name of Jesus, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Father, in fact, I was my focus was only on the reward. My focus, oh God, was, was only on the glory that is connected to the reward. But tonight I know, creating me a clean heart. Anything in your heart that displeases God, anything in your heart that has taken the place of God, I want you to talk. I said today, I don't want to hear, hear anybody's prayer. I want you to pray. This type of prayer is not prayer of tongues. You are talking about tongues. Sound clabo and tongues. And what about tongues? When you are tongues and Bible, I want you to talk to God. I want you to talk to God. When you are talking to you or whatever, any tongues that you speak with your partner, you are talking to God. And and it's, it's, it's about your heart. You are pouring your heart out to God. Tell yourself that you are speaking to God. You understand the tongue that you are speaking to God. We don't confess our sins. We're speaking in tongues. So I want you to talk to God. The next thing we are going to pray about. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, after God spoke, Isaiah aligned himself to the will of God. Who shall I send? God is crying out. God is still searching, looking for just one person to stand in the gap for a family. God has a need. God is crying out. God wants to send somebody. God is surrounded with a lot of people, but their hearts are not with him. And he's now screaming. That is there somebody here? Is there any TPM member that is prepared and willing to be sent? Is there any member? Our next prayer point. You are going to cry out to God that God should grant you the grace to align your will. To that of God. They should grant you the grace. Right now you are prepared to align your will. He's crying out. He wants somebody to use. God wants somebody to use. God wants somebody to bless at his own pace. God wants somebody to save. God wants somebody to honor. He's crying out to you. If you are prepared, 
You just have to align your will to the will of God. That is your next prayer point. The Father, I am ready. I am ready to be used to save my husband. I am ready to be used to deliver every member of my family. I am ready to be used to save the life of my boss. God is crying out. I am ready, oh God, to be used. God wants people to heal. God wants, wants people to release his grace of revelation. God wants people to bless. God wants people to send. There are a lot of things God wants people to do for. He's crying out. He's crying out. So if you want to align your heart, your will to the things of God, this is this should be your next prayer point. The Lord, I am ready. Father, in my family, we are all suffering. But I am ready to stand in the gap. To break hold. The oldest. Father in the family, everybody is down with a certain health related condition. But Lord God, God wants to break that chain. God, right now I am ready to submit my will to your will. Lord God, I am ready. I am ready. Lord God, my children, my children, I, I, it's, it's, it's as if there is a certain pattern in this bloodline. God, I am ready. I am ready to be used. You see, when God begins to use you, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with self. It's about the people the Lord God wants. So I want you to cry out to God. Now, Father, now I want to align my will. I said, God, God, send me. I want you to tell God, God, use me. God, there are a lot of sick people around Release upon me the healing grace. Use me to heal people. Use me to cancel people. Father, you know, as for me, I am good when I listen to the pains of people and I offer advice. Father, use me in that field. Father, you know, as for me, when it comes to money, I am very good in managing money. Father, you know, we have to manage your money well. Father, use me in that field. So I want you to align your will. So you are telling God, God, use me. Not because of whatever you can get from God. Now you have decided that, Father, whatever you want me, I am subjecting my will to your will. And our last prayer point. You cannot work with God. You can never be used by God if you don't have the presence of God in you. I want you to talk to God and God. Let your abiding presence fill my heart with your love. Not the love for money, not the love for fame. Not the love of God for physical things. Let your abiding presence, O God, fill my heart 
with your love. Let your abiding presence, oh God, let your spirit, oh God, fill my heart, fill the heart of my love words with your love. If you love God, and genuinely you love God, even when the disappointment comes, when everybody is saying certain things about your God, you know that He is the source of your life. I plead for everybody under the sound of my voice. That may the mercies of God locate us all. And may the Lord God forgive us of our conscious and unconscious acts. And if the adventure, we have followed this Savior. We have followed this God. Just because of the things that we could get. May he forgive us. May he renew, search our hearts, clean, purge our hearts with his blood, and renew a right spirit in us. May the abiding presence of God grant us the grace to subject and align our will to the will of Elohim. In our work with God, it wouldn't be about us anymore, but the people that Lord God had called us to help. And I pray in the name of Jesus, as you go to your various beds, may the spirit of conviction visit everybody. And may the Lord God release his abiding grace to fill our hearts with love in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Three announcements. One, I hope by now all the zonal Exec, uh, leaders, you have received your data from Alberta. I am ending the prophetic call next week. So the names that has been given, arrange with them, give pick a date, a day, get in touch with me. If the day is okay, I'll tell you, then you give specific times to your people. Then I will minister to them just as the Lord God leads me. I repeat, I am ending the prophetic call by next week. So the zonal leaders contact Alberta, contact Mary. The information is with them. I said this time, I am only going to minister to those that are consistent in our meetings. I did for zone one. People that have never even been to our meetings were calling. 
people that have been with us three months were calling. That apostle media, I I missed to one lady. Oh, actually, I'm too busy to come and pray. Then I asked her, "You are not too busy to to call for prophecy, Abi." So please get in touch with them and fix a date, a time. Give them the time back door. Don't do anything on your page. I don't want anybody to call me and say, Apostle, it is my time. No. Zone one, zone three. As for zone three, they are lucky. I think it left with two or three people. Zone one, um, Sami, Frida, get in touch with Alberta. The list that she will give you, the names that she's going to give you, if some of the people left in zone one to be ministered to, if their names are not there, I am not going to minister to them. I want to only focus on people that are consistent in our meetings. I only want to focus, and the data is based on the attendance. So, Alberta, please make sure every zona leader or the administrators get the info. By next week, I will be done. By next week, I will be done. Carol, your group this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I should be done with the US group, but I will be using the same format those that are consistent in our meetings those that are consistent in our meetings good second announcement go well and tomorrow we have the noon setting so far so good we are learning a lot of things at 12 o'clock so let's meet god willing tomorrow for the noon session the last announcement every day 7 30 to 8 o'clock we pray for the network on the same app we meet we pray and that's a project of the school of ministry so if in the evening we have time and you want to join us pray for the network you want to join us pray for the network 7 30 we are online we are praying we pray up to eight o'clock before we start the main session. You can join us, pray. And lastly, if you know you are here and you are into intercession or you want to learn the act of intercession, we need more people for the intercessors unit. So if you want to be an intercessor, you have the desire to stand in the gap and pray for people. It doesn't matter if you have prayed before or you haven't prayed before, just get in touch with um just get in touch with um Evelyn or 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 myself. Just get in touch with, with, with Evelyn or myself, then we will know what to do. May the peace of God be with us all as we share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, 